0: Hello, and welcome back to the I Am podcast. Today, I've decided that I'm going to start a series, and I think this series is so important to talking about mental health, talking about the goals of this podcast, which, if you're not aware, is to reduce stigma and simply just raise awareness. Um, Both very large, 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 large goals, but those are... Those are the reasons that I started this podcast initially so I am going to start a series on this podcast so it's going to be separate from the guest episodes and it's going to be separate from just my solo recordings and it's going to be separate from the tips and tactics to support yourself and others with mental health struggles. This one is going to be primarily focused on diagnoses and kind of learning more about a lot of the diagnoses um, so the series is going to be called I'm not my diagnosis and there's gonna be multiple parts however I'm not going to talk necessarily a lot about more common more quote-unquote normalized mental illnesses I'm gonna be talking about the ones that are very stigmatized have a lot of stereotypes a lot of myths with them in hopes that this will provide knowledge and maybe open your mindset to be a little bit more gentle with these types of diagnoses and just break down the stigma. So I'm not going to jump into a diagnosis in this episode right now, but I am going to slap you with a whole bunch of mental health facts. Um, I have them all from trusted sources. So there's CAMH in Canada and there's the Um, CMHA, Canadian Mental Health Association. I got some of these from the government websites. I got a couple of these from um, psychiatric journals that were in some of my courses this last semester so they're all legitimate sources. If you want the sources let me know but I'm gonna slap you with some facts and let you know kind of how we're gonna go about debunking some of these myths and working on some of these stigmas and stereotypes. So here we go. Did you know that according to the United Nations data, that it is suggested that approximately one billion people worldwide have a mental disorder? And this data is from 2022. One billion people struggle with a mental disorder in the year 2022, and it's currently on the rise. One in five adults in Canada and U.S. live with a mental health condition. One in five. One in five. That is mind-boggling to me. I just, I don't know how we're still, in 2023, still so stigmatized and so hush-hush and don't talk about mental health. So that's what this, this series is designed, hopefully, to do. Um, so bear with me, I have a lot of facts here, and let's just continue, because I think this conversation, it needs to be talked about, and it's certainly not, so here we go. So, as it relates to stigma, the definition from a psychiatric journal that I found, stigma is defined as a negative and often unfair social attitude attached to a person, or also a group often placing shame on them for perceived deficiency or difference to their existence. So that is what stigma relates to. Mental health stigma, as it obviously relates to mental health, refers to societal disapproval or when society places shame on people who live with a mental illness or seek help for emotional distress. So this can refer to any disorder, Um, but this uh, this psychiatric journal listed anxiety, depression, bipolar, and PTSD. Obviously, the stigma goes very deep and it goes way beyond just these diagnoses, but these are just what was listed as an example. Hello. Just to be in real time, um, just as a total aside note, I am actually at work right now on my break. Um, which is where that hello came from. Um, sometimes you just got to fit things in when you can fit things in. So bear with me, but let's continue. So we just touched base on the definition of stigma and then the definition of mental health stigma. I wanted to touch on the disorders that uh, have, have come across to me as most stigmatized. Um, and this is kind of worldwide, then the research that I've done, Um, PTSD is a big one, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, all of the personality disorders, so that could be borderline, um, that could be antisocial, whatever the personality disorder is, I think just that group of personality disorders is just very stigmatized, and also because it's not technically under the personality disorders anymore dissociative identity disorder which has previously been um, multiple personalities um, now kind of has its own diagnosing um, category but those according to research are the top uh, stigmatized disorders so throughout this series that I'm going to put on these ones will all be touched on and I'm hoping to touch on kind of symptoms, effects, Supports kind of myths about those, stigmas about them, trying to just debunk them and show more of a reality regarding those disorders instead of just what media and society portrays as being very stigmatized. I also wanted to touch base on the effects of stigma. So obviously this is all very brief and it's not going to be a a total list, because I could go on about this topic for hours and days and weeks, and maybe I will at some point, but this is just a very brief synopsis right now. So some of the effects, according to psychiatric journals, include but are not limited to the internalization of negative beliefs, which can work to continue the cycle of the disorder or the diagnosis, social isolation, low self-esteem, hopelessness, shame, the avoidance of treatment, worsening of symptoms, which also partners with, again, avoiding treatment, lack of criminal justice. So this could mean kind of one of two things. They're either being involved in the criminal justice system or they're completely shied away and they're like a complete outsider. Um, Discrimination at work, I see it in here often and also um, employment struggles which usually leads to unemployment anyways so let's jump into stereotypes um, again they're there the stereotypes are partnered with the most stigmatized disorders but kind of in my opinion anyways kind of grouped with just mental health and mental struggles Sorry, mental health struggles, not mental struggles, um, as a whole. So I just want to bring these forward and kind of keep these in the back of your mind as we go through this series and talk about all the disorders and maybe see if you, at some point or another, have found yourself kind of stereotyping and and, uh, I guess just putting these stereotypes out in the world and seeing if maybe you can be a little bit more aware and more cognizant of what you're saying when it comes to mental health conversations so some of the stereotypes that i have found um again this is from a medical journal so overall stereotypes of mental health they're they categorize people as being lazy as being emotional or too emotional cowards crazy Um, violent and dangerous they also kind of go along with the phrases of just get over it and just move on you're fine, like don't worry, it's fine Uh, or just calm down is another one I also noticed kind of in some research as to how media social media, media and movies and clips and shows and all of that kind of portray mental health as well and the top finding that I found was that they're overgeneralized. So basically, if one person has schizophrenia, they assume that anybody with schizophrenia always acts the same. So the examples that they had posted was, schizophrenia, everybody always has hallucinations. If somebody has depression, they're always suicidal. And that's that's not the case, right? Everybody is their own person and their unique case. And just because one person experiences maybe 10 of the 15 symptoms doesn't mean that the next person is going to experience the same. One person can experience, say, 12 of the 15 symptoms, and one person might only experience three of the symptoms. So it's, we cannot overgeneralize. The other big one, and this really grinds my gears and makes me angry, is that historically with media portrayals, anybody with mental health struggles specifically though schizophrenia and bipolar they are seen as being homicidal or suicidal and they're seen as being like killers or psychotic and i really want to break that down but here's a fun fact for you did you know that the small minority of those with mental illnesses do actually commit violent crimes but those with mental illnesses are 10 times more likely to be victims of a violent crime let that sit in. Let that sink in for a minute. Let that just sit there for a second. Like, we need to talk about more of these facts rather than just how they're portrayed because it's bullshit and mental health is on the rise and it's 2023. Like, we should be understanding at this point. Like, I don't understand. Um, let's jump into my myths these are ones that I found on a public health agency of Canada website so to my listeners that are not necessarily Canadian some of these will apply kind of overall and some are more specific findings to Canada but in this series I will discuss more kind of worldwide um findings and facts that I have found for all the diagnoses, I know I do have a lot of listeners right now in the United States and a lot in the UK, so I will try to kind of tailor some of the findings to those places as well, not just Canada. Okay, jumping into myths, so the first myth that Public Health Agency of Canada noted was that positive mental health can't be measured. They can only measure negative mental health, not positive. A myth let's debunk it it can be measured in positive mental health um, there's a population health survey that shows us in Canada so this one is Canada specific that two in three Canadians can rate their mental health as either very good or excellent and four out of five Canadians report that they're happy almost every day but not quite daily so that's another really big one to to look into another myth Having a mental illness means that you cannot have positive mental health or essentially fun. So, enhancing positive mental health is possible for everybody, especially those with mental illness. There's approximately 5% of Canadians right now worldwide that report symptoms consistent with a mood disorder. So, half of those, half of that 5%, report that they have a strong sense of belonging to their community and thus have some positive mental health reinforcements, so it is possible. Another myth that we're going to debunk is physical health and positive mental health are not connected. Debunking this myth says there's no health without mental health. Both are important to an individual's overall health. If you have health, which everybody does, then you also have mental health, um, whether it's positive or negative. mental health another myth mental health is solely influenced by personal factors this is negative this is not true mental health negative or positive is influenced by so so many different factors and it can range from early life experiences to trauma to family factors to community factors to society factors to um, the bio social model which i will touch base on later Um, I'll pull out some of my school notes for that one but just know that there is not one specific factor that contributes to mental health. It's a wide range of them. I also found some notes on another um, academic psychiatric journal that notes why we need to debunk myths and not necessarily how but just why and they gave several reasons as to why these portrayals, whether it's society, social media, media, whatever, are damaging. So let's talk about those. So overall, these myths about mental illness, especially the ones where they say, you know, people with mental health struggles.